Hey, I wanted to jump in before we got started to let everyone know we're going to be doing a live show next week on Sunday the 19th. We're going to be starting at around 3 p.m. We're going to be streaming live on live stream. You can find out all the details on this week's show notes. We're going to be interacting with the viewers and reading some stories and just sort of hanging out. So if you want to check us out, uh, be sure to tune in next week on live stream. Today's show is brought to you by adamandeve.com. If you go to adamandeve.com right now, you'll get 50% off just about any item, a free sex swing. <laughs> uh, Why are you looking at me like that, buddy? You heard that right. Oh, because Tom. You think that's a load-bearing sex swing, buddy? <laughs> huh? Okay, it's not for Tom. Free sex swing and free shipping if you go there and use the code GLORY at checkout. Necesito a Ricardo. Tiene que darle de comer a los pollos. <risa> Pero del elote del, del malo, porque del bueno es para las tortillas. Hey, Tom and Cecil, I just wanted to call and get a little input to your argument with the skating atheist guys about who has better pizza, Chicago or New York. I just want to let you know that I live in northeast Pennsylvania, and there's a town near me that... Old Forge, and they have Old Forge Pizza, the so-called pizza capital of the world. Well, let me tell you, they put fucking American cheese on their pizza. It is fucking disgusting and a fucking atrocity. Glory home, motherfuckers. Hey, Cecil. Hey, Tom. This is Q from Colorado. I was just listening to episode uh, 342 on the way home, and you're talking about how, you know, there's no water, rain coming from the heavens, you know, and, and then all of a sudden God opened up the windows, oh, downpour. So back when I was a tiny little kid, right, and I was asked a question just to my parents. I was like, hey, you know, if there's, if it never rains, because this is a thing that actually we did believe in. I mean, we're hardcore Christian, right? And I, I asked the question, so if it never rained, how did they, you know, how did they still have, you know, lakes and streams and, you know, all the other shit? Where does the water come from? You know, and no shit, they told me, it's like, well, it doesn't actually rain, it's kind of more like mist. So everything just kind of has a little thing of dew over it every single morning. And that's how all the animals don't die. Fuck me if I know. All right, y'all have a good show. Glory hole, motherfucker. advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 343 
of Cognitive Distance. And we are joined again by friend of the show, Ishmael. Ish, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, but you actually, you should pronounce my name as Dan Arrow and the most hated atheist because he likes punching Nazis for some reason. <laughs> what the fuck is that about? Are we going to talk <laughs> They swear he's a Nazi now. Hey, I don't know. I'm not against a bunch of Nazis. And they're like, God damn you, Dan Arrow. Anyway, I love uh, your life, show. Who does that? Come on. Who punches a Nazi? Uh, come, on. come on. That's it. I think we should go with hugs for Nazis. Yeah. Just, we just hug them real, real tight. I think when you hug them, you give them a wedgie. I would love, love, wait, did someone say birth control? Did I miss that? No. Nobody said birth control. Jesus. Nobody I, I don't know what to say. I might be going crazy. Birth. Okay. If I end up having a psychotic, I swear to God, a woman's voice. Yeah. Do you voice, smell toast right A woman's <laughs> voice came on and said, birth control? Okay. I'm, I must why, why, does, why does my mic smell like burnt hair? <laughs> I remember that from The Sopranos. When homeboy died, he smelled burnt hair and then he died yeah. and he had a heart attack. But anyway, um... You would is, is your left eye drooping right now? Because you got to see something. I don't have a man. camera. I swear to God, I heard birth control. I swear I heard it in my life. That's just wishful thinking. I got to check my internet connections. There might be some woman across the way who's like, do you not want to try birth control before you put it in me without a kind of, I don't know. But anyway, I got to say, like, they act like there weren't Jews during the siege of France that were literally going out with gangsters and fucking up Nazis. There are guys known as heroes. Well, anyway, we'll get to that. We we could get to that <laughs> later, but... Uh, Jesus. Dude, we're, we're liberals. We can't hurt people. We have to use our <laughs> voices. Are we talking about this now? Are we doing this now? Okay, if, we're do, if we're doing this now, let's just, let's just do let's this Let's just now. do this now. Ish, all right. So I, I'm just going to introduce this story because we've been asked to talk about this. We had Dan Errol on. Um, we did not talk about his pro punching a Nazi stance. Cecil and I have already had our show. We talked about what we think about walloping up on Nazis. Yeah. Um, now you're you're pro punching a Nazi. You fall in the Dan Errol camp. You and Dan Errol are one and the same. You have the exact same opinion. No, you're basically I, the same I don't person. Know his full opinion. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I mean, from what the what I've seen, yeah. If you got pillow hands, yeah, you might as well punch a Nazi <laughs> and inconvenience them for like a you half get a, a second. Arm. Yeah, it's not like that. I mean, I, I go to World Star Hip Hop where they knock out each other and bang in the back of their heads on, on the concrete, and and everybody seems to be okay with that. No one gets arrested. And now punching World Nazis. Star Hip Hop, huh? Yeah, a black guy goes to World Star. <laughs> Shut up. There's a bunch of white That's people calling each other niggas. Have you seen that? And you better not delete that. Because I, I said niggas with an A. No, it was with an A, motherfucker. You listen to rap music. You better not delete that. I listen to the censored version. So. It's when they're rapping. They're in the middle of the rap, you know, and they're and they're going, and then you just hear a blank word, or they say something else like playas instead. It's perfect. I love Ew, it. That's you my you related playas to niggas? Okay. So. You clearly need a history lesson. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> so you're okay with punching? Well, them. because what, listen, what's your position? I'm not going to go out punching Nazis. I, I don't. I, that just, I don't know. That seems silly Is to it me. You got pillow hands? No, because oh, I, because shit. I don't. Because you know, I, I, I got world star hip hop hands where the back of their head hits the ground and you're like, shit. Am on I getting charged with murder? World star on the other side. <laughs> 
Yeah, and in, in, in uh, is world star hip hop, it's being showed or it's on CNN. If your yeah. if your punch is being shown on CNN, you clearly didn't do any damage. Look, if you're a black guy, your punch is shown on CNN. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Unless you're the one getting punched, That's exactly. True. In That's which case, true. it's on Fox. No, I mean, listen, I'm not listen. I'm hmm, I'm kind of in this weird place where I'm trying to figure out what I feel because. How I feel how blacks have been treated in this country and stuff, I feel like whatever you need to do to rise above all the bullshit and all the racism and everything else, do it. But like these guys who were like, okay, Trump won, and I'm gonna first of all, he jumped in the air and punched him. Everyone knows that's not how you punch someone. You have no I love it that mostly your criticism here is technique related. <laughs> yeah, well, because I just don't find his punching and I damages. actually appreciate that. It's like, it's like we have Joe Rogan. I know. It's like, first of all, you didn't get your hips in there, right? Yeah. All your power comes yeah. from the hips. Unless it's an MMA Superman punch by George St. Pierre, and it's like, boom. <laughs> I mean, those punches were like, I mean, if he would have hit a kid, the kid would have been like, oh, that was kind of annoying. Like, I'm sorry. When I've never hit anyone where when I hit them, they're objecting to it. They are in another world. They don't know what happened. Their friends are telling them, no, someone hit. First of all, I, I, I don't sneak. I don't sneak punch anyone. I've got snuck punch because I'm a big guy. I don't hit someone when they're not like, I usually push them and then I say, okay, you want to fight? Let's go. But it was a sneak punch, and the guy barely moved. Like he kind of just was like, "Oh wow, that was Again, that was an inconvenience." And then we got people uh, in the atheist community. And people in the atheist community swear we were out like assassinating Nazis. <laughs> he actually looks like he elbows him when he throws that punch. Yeah, really? it looks like he misses and kind of clips him with the forearm. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's like when Ed, when Ted Cruz hugged his wife. It's kind of like that. It's like where he no, sort no, of misses her with the hand. When Ted Cruz's then, wife tried to hug him, and Ted Cruz's like, man, I'm trying to hug this man over here. Get the fuck out of my face. Get out of here. He just elbowed her across the chin. Get the fuck out of here. So, yeah, punching Nazis is not the end of the world. In some, I don't want to call them self-righteous because they got a good point what they're saying. But just being black, knowing history, going through the 60s, Having Black Panthers assaulted, I just find, I mean, murdered, really, if you look at Cointel Pro and shit like that. Yeah, but they had I mean, guns, though, ish. Well, oh, okay, that, that that's true. You have, I mean, Tamir Rice had a toy gun, and he was legally <laughs> murdered, so obviously that's okay. Oh, so obviously that's okay in this country. Yeah. No, no, but I, I just found the extra, like, oh my God, we are lowering ourselves. Like, this guy barely touched this. I get it. You guys want it. <laughs> we had dogs. We had hoses. And you guys swear we just ruined the revolution because some <laughs> weak, pillowed hand guy touched another man's face. I go to World Star Hip Hop. Kids are like, they may be dead. The, the video ends with the back of their head hitting the floor. And I'm like, Jesus, what the? What's going I mean, my, like, my, my freshman year in college, this kid died. Because he was drunk talking shit to some guy who just came on the campus to visit his cousin. And the kid was 16. He punched him. He hit the back of his head. His brain swelled and he died. That's terrifying. Oh. That made me say, I need to second guess punching people out in clubs, you know, because I don't want to go to jail just because, you know, I'm a little tipsy and some guys looked at me the wrong way. But so when when I see this guy barely get touched, and, and, and maybe I shouldn't be qualifying it because it's really about a physical, like a physical reaction to someone who was just spouting 
um, uh, in ideology. He's not necessarily right, right. actively hurting someone. I, I just have trouble taking it as serious as so many in our community take it, talking to you, no illusions. I like you, Noah. You're my boy. But man, you were angry at a lot of people who were like, yeah, why don't we punch Nazis? I don't know. I don't think we're going to find Nazis left and right. I don't think there's a lot of people claiming they're Nazis. I don't think this was like, you know, the the thing that would end the like atheist or liberal movement. I, I just was like, eh, this guy barely got touched and whatever. The guy who punched him needs boxing. It was so, to me, it was so anticlimactic. Okay, so let's talk about yeah, the Let's get a little higher mind. Let's talk a little bit about the principle of hurting another person because they have different ideas. Okay, now, but before we get started, can I just say this? Nat Turner is my hero. So if you want to know where that's where it starts, we can go from there. A guy who went house to house just murdering people because he was a slave. I'm okay with that. Oh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, know this. the story. Can you tell the story? I don't know. Yeah. Ew, you don't know no, Nat man, Turner? No, we're white. We're white. Like, we, don't we don't learn this stuff. Yeah, we got we got the <laughs> yeah. history from yeah, the victims. You know, you know why? I know Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> he had something to do with the slaves. <laughs> yeah. Abraham, right? And, and he just got props for yeah. Black History Month from uh, Mike Pence. <laughs> Hey, I want to honor black people by honoring a white man <laughs> who may or may not have thought black people were equal to white people. Um, yeah, but um, no, not not Turner was a slave who rebelled and went house to house and murdered everyone. And um well, he just like murdered like kids and shit too. Yeah, everyone. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> he he basically, Christ. yeah, and 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 I I I don't know how to I can think on some, you know, 20, like, okay, now we shouldn't do, but like what was going on, the rape of men, women, and children, children being murdered. I don't know. And you can't read. You can't like, if you read, they'll kill you. They chop off your hands. They chop off your dick. They, they take the biggest buck and rape them to make sure like, I, who am I to be like, oh, Nat Turner should have found a more peaceful way to rebel. And, and he was the cause of death of many innocent, if you, I don't even know what innocent meant back then, because they could just kill you if they wanted, innocent black slaves and everyone. But that, I can't see myself not doing that. I can't see myself being like, wait, this nation is okay with me and my family being enslaved, them murdering us left and right. I, I, I don't know if I'd be like like the Martin Luther King way. So you don't know, you think like, context want, matters? Well, yeah, like I was going to mention of too. Of course like, context like that, at matters. That point, if, at this point, I think what you're talking about, though, is an act of war, right? We're talking about a guy who, you know, is essentially at war with a, with a country, he's an occupying, oh, he's the occupying, I don't know, I don't know how it would work, an occupying force or something, right? So they're, yeah. they're, they're controlling his entire population, they're, you know, I mean, would I be mad if someone in a in a uh, broke out of a, a a forced labor camp in yeah or, or in a Nazi, Nazi camp or something Nazi Germany yeah. and like killed some families on their way? I I wouldn't. I would be like, no, like I'm not in that situation. I don't know what that's like to be in yeah. that situation. Also, maybe he did it to get way or when everyone yeah. seems yeah. to condone it, kind of in, right. in a way. So I I don't know that I would feel, I don't know that I would feel the same way, and I don't know that that reflects exactly what was happening here. What, okay. What, what we're talking about, though, I mean, in principle, let's just I mean, let's just lay let's unpack it yeah. in principle, in principle, stopping someone from speaking by attacking them physically. If they are saying something that is, say, hate, egregious. egregious, just terrible, like yes. Richard Spencer, anything he says, you know, 
Um, the other day on Twitter, he wished Trevon Martin a happy birthday, which was, I thought, particularly Trayvon, egregious. at least pronounce it right, Cecil. Jesus. Trayvon? Isn't that, isn't that what he's saying? Trayvon, <laughs> goddammit. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm from Northern Europe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, no, uh, listen. But <laughs> I don't think, I don't know who this guy was. I it just seemed like a clown on the street who kind of gave the sloppy punch. And, and I think we kind of, because certain people supported it, we made it seem like it was part of our agenda. Like, yes, we should punch Nazis whenever we see them. I did not see that. Like, I I, I feel like Nazis and white supremacists go left and right and talk whatever the fuck they want. I mean, Steve Bannon is clearly a white nationalist. And I don't think the left is some, like, getting to be this like ultra violent group. And I feel like we were kind of painting them because some mass guy who I'm not even sure who they are. Cause you know, all those mass people who had the anarchist flag, they were well organized. They had made sure they had the cameras. I don't know who they are and what That's they were. George Soros, George Soros. Oh yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> George, cause, cause he paid for the side. He paid for the signs, right? It's the <laughs> signs, man. They convince everybody. That's the marketing. I'll tell you <laughs> those anarchists. Those are the Antifa guys, right? That's, that's who those guys are. <laughs> right. Huh? That's they're the what? Antifa. Antifa. What'd you call that... me? <laughs> no, he, he, was, he, he was talking to a girl, a black girl. Antifa. <laughs> Shut up. No, it's pronounced. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's not how you pronounce it. It's Antifa. It's pronounced Alize. It's pronounced Alize. Get it right. Uh, but but wait, but yeah, because because there were a group of people who, to me, clearly weren't necessarily liberals. They were this well organized group that were well masked, all in black, and just started destroying shit. And they had a. a Anarchist flag. I don't, those guys we, are fucking retards. Yeah, Let me say yeah. that. those guys like, are idiots. Those guys exactly. are ridiculous. And, and and the guy who punched them was he had the mask yeah, on. Yeah, one of those guys. Seemed yeah. well organized. So I don't think we need to go all extra. And just because people like it, I mean. But I I disagree with you. I think that's the part that's unsettling, man. That's the part that's unsettling. Is that all right? So we all we're all on this call, right? We all we all see this fucking goofball in his fucking mask, his coward mask, right? That's what that shit is. This is coward yeah. mask. Yeah. And he cowardly punches a guy, he runs up and sucker punches a guy anonymously like a fucking shitbag coward. And the part that I do think we need to to wrestle with a little bit, if we want to be honest, is, is the response to that when it is positive <clears throat> from otherwise reasonable and thoughtful people that are supposed to be sort of like on our side. I think it delegitimizes parts of not all of us. I, I agree with you that like the response is blown out of proportion. I do agree with you there, but you know, I do think it's worth having a talk and saying like, man, what the fuck is wrong with people that were even wrestling with this? Like that were, that were even having a conversation. What is the point in opposing uh, violent oppressors? If the way that you oppose it is to oppress violently, like it, 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 it's pointless to be on this side of the ball game where we say like, you know, we, we, you know what I don't like, I don't like people who marginalize groups of people based on race and color and sexuality and, you know, perform violent actions against them. And, you know, and I'm going to show that by violently putting that shit down. I think I, we lose all credibility when we do that. I think it's reasonable to have that conversation. I guess. Yes. And you're right. It is reasonable, but I think the reaction was so overblown because I think if it was like, if this guy fell 
back, knocked out, hit the back of his head. I think that would have resonated more and made people. But the kind, it, it was like this cheap kind of like, I'm so angry. We feel so powerless. Trump just got elected in all these white nationalists and racists. I, I don't think like if, if they caught the guy who did it, misdemeanor, he gets probation, he should go off. But the way we reacted was as if there was this uprising of violence and like the left just totally went this way and everyone's getting blocked and unfriended. And I'm just like, this was so not impressive to me. I get the guy's <laughs> frustration. It's not like he hit a woman. Like you can see that happening. And that's even worse. He just hit this guy because he was... And, and like we said, we don't know who this guy is. He was obviously masked the right way. And a lot of people who are masked similar, dressed the way he was, were breaking like Starbucks. What does Starbucks have to do with Trump? What does so many of these other... I felt like they just wanted attention. And I feel like we gave this little weak-handed pillow puncher, like if, <laughs> like, like if he was just changing the direction of, of our revolution. And it was like, why are we so extra about this? This guy is not serious. I get we don't need to embrace violence. I get that. And I'm not saying I don't think in America being a country that lynched so recently and everything like that and was about vigilante justice. We don't need that. But I don't think we need to pretend this little punch means that the left has been like, OK, let's just go out and start. Because in reality, in the next four years, the people who are going to be hurt, who has been hurt, are people of color, are women, are uh, people who are not accepted, who may be gay, transgendered, or things like that. And we don't need to get all extra and be like, oh, our side. Like, there's always going to be one. It's one guy. One guy out of how many yeah, millions? The largest protest ever. I think I think you're and, missing and the point, And it was peaceful. Yeah. Well, how am I missing it? Go ahead, well, tell okay. me. Well, okay. Well, let me explain it to you. So you're missing the point in the sense that the moment it happened, a bunch of people that are on our side said, come on, guys, it's totally fine to do this. This is OK. Yep. And that's the problem is that it wasn't just one guy. It was a bunch of people that said, no, this is a good way to do it. This is how this isn't this isn't just a good way to do it. In fact, this is how you do it. This is how mm. you handle Nazis. This isn't just, oh, there's a Nazi and, you know, maybe here's my options. I have a multiple choice. I can engage in conversation, kick him in the balls or pillow, pillow hand him in the face. You know, those are your those are your three options. No, they were saying that punching him is the only option. I actually think the weakness of the punch, I think the fact that it was a lame punch, it didn't do any damage is part of the problem. I think, I think, I think the reaction would have been different if he world star hip hop. Yeah. If he, guy, shot, right? he shocked everybody with violence, it would if, have been very if, different. If that guy had walked up and fucking Ishmael that dude to the floor. Right. And Ishmael. like really, yeah, <laughs> I'm giving you a little a credit. Jesus Christ. me the world star you know, hip-hop and Ishmael. You get a fucking humble brag world star over there about knocking some fucking people out. You sit over there on your fucking microphone like, I'm fucking knock people out when I was fucking nine years old. And I'm trying to fucking, <laughs> hey, you're going to humble brag and I'm going to give you that fucking props and now I'm a racist. Are you going to reason, Connor? Are you trying to downplay my knockout skills? Because I'll come see you. Are we gonna come fight see at you, ReasonCon? I hope yes. so. God, I hope oh, we so. gotta. I gotta fight Ishmael at ReasonCon. Oh, yeah, it's not gonna be a quote unquote fight. I'm just gonna <laughs> lay you the fuck out. He's probably and got I'm some reach on you. you know. <laughs> Tom, you're you're going to sleep now. Just so you know, I don't sneak punch people. Well, I don't sneak punch people. Why are we sitting? He's gonna get it for bleeping me, so I don't know why he's laughing. I listened to that episode like ten times, and I'm like, that motherfucker bleeped me. He bleeped me. He 
actually, the whole time you're on my episode, I'm just going to have a tone. You're not even going to speak. It's just going to be a That's but what I, it's going to sound like when I lay you out, CC. <laughs> This guy. Oh, this fucking guy. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I need to stop threatening people. <laughs> oh my god. It's what we expect to have a black guy. No one show. is going to be like, "What has happened to the atheist community?" <laughs> uh, Donald Trump's going to listen. He's like, "See, black people. I told you. <laughs> exactly. I told you about him. Yeah, Donald Trump's going to listen to the show." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're saying but, so. I, I think the the weak sauce punch is part of the problem because it didn't do any damage because nobody got really hurt. People were able to see it and be like, "Yeah, that seems fine, right?" I think if he had fucking knocked that dude out and clunked his head and he died, then the reaction would have been like, "Fuck that!" That's why we don't need violence, right? But it's because it was some weak sauce bullshit of a punch that everybody was able to say, "Like, ah, I see, there was no damage, so you can just go around and hit him." And you know that that's like that's the slipperiest of slopes, right? Because yeah. it's like. Is there a difference? Like how hard, like we talked before, like, well, how hard am I supposed to hit him? Do I hit him with all my force? I hit him once. I hit him twice. It, 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 it was the, per, it was literally the perfect punch to spark a conversation because it was consequence free. I think but, if there had been real consequences, physically damaging consequences, if that dude had been fucked up by that punch, yeah. then, then that would have been a real different ball game, right? It would have shocked people's consciences differently than the pillow hand punch. Yeah. I listen, I, I guess I can kind of agree with you, but where I disagree is that punch and the safety of that punch and the little punch and he ran the camera guy almost grabbed the guy. He was so friggin' like any real <laughs> aggressive guy would have been like, after you punch someone, your adrenaline's up and then someone tries to grab you and you think the police are coming, you knock the camera guy out. Obviously, no one hit the camera guy. So Everybody I'm, dies when Ishmael's yes, around. I'm telling Everybody you, dies. What's, what's that aggressive? Ishmael aggression? is an AK-47. When you Jeez, absolutely no, have to listen, knock out no, every no. motherfucker in the room, except no substitute. God damn. Jackie Brown. Thank uh, you. Ordell Roby. Love uh, that. Uh, Love that. You probably even know you're quoting Odell Roby. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, no, but but I gotta say, I the people who I've seen on Facebook talking all that, yeah, we should punch not you would never punch anyone. I don't, I don't think we're at a like. There's a point where the the liberal side are are gonna get super aggressive and start punching people. No, I think it was people who just like felt powerless, who felt like demoralized and who felt weakened by the uh, election of Trump. And they just were like, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and they were wrongly supporting it. A lot of them, I don't think most of them are going out punching anyone. I don't think it created think this oh, like subdivision correct, yeah. within yeah. our community. And it's like our community is going to start to be violent. I really don't see that happening. Yeah. And, yeah. and you want to know what was funny, which went unnoticed within the left, was when um, the Berkeley thing, and I don't want to hype it up because I think they were right to protest, and I don't think it has anything to do with friggin' free speech because the government didn't stop it. But they like maced a woman at one of those protests. Those, for those simply Antifa fuckers, though, like yeah, huh? those Antifa fuckers are assholes. It wasn't the Berkeley protesters. That was a peaceful protest until that anarchist group showed up and exactly. fucked that but, thing but up. Isn't that more like wait, you maced a woman? To me, that's more egregious than some guys. Oh, you know, it's certainly more. Oh, egregious. But I don't think, and other people got lost. Other people got beat up, like beat. There was a guy who was like bleeding all over his face, and so I mean, Mm. there was there was people who got that got the shit kicked out. And that's why there's no conversation because everybody reasonable on our side agrees that that's awful. There's nobody on our side. The other thing's a controversy is because there's controversy, right? 
Well, because I think we overreacted. To be honest, the guy who punched him overreacted, even though I think he's probably one of the guys who like threw shit through the glasses. Yeah. Like they literally were like, let's just cause damage, senseless damage. It has nothing to do with a narrative. And it's kind of like, are you guys even liberals? Well, they had the anarchist flag. Like, I, let me they, ask you a question, Ish. Okay. Last time you were on the show, we were talking about riots and specifically the racial riots that were happening in Ferguson and in Baltimore and things like that. You seem to be for destruction of property in those instances. How is that different? Well, because they seem like I don't even know what they're for. Like they were masked. They didn't have any narrative. I don't know. I feel like they just were like, listen, there's going to be a lot of people gathering. Let's just go break and burn shit. But like if, if it is like, listen, we're Black Lives Matters or we're certain people and we're doing this and we're willing to be arrested. It's like boycotting things or or sitting at, at a lunch counter and saying arrest us. There's a, there's a huge difference between sitting at a lunch counter or boycotting something and setting fires, though, don't you think? Well, to, to me, no. I mean, no, really? as far as a, as far as a community that has been like marginalized, subjugated, and left with no... No, I, I don't think people of color who are being killed, 12-year-old boys being killed by the cops legally, supposedly, and things like that. You do what the fuck you got to do to, like, bring attention to it. But if I'm just going to be masked, and if I just go down my street right now, masked, throwing rocks through windows and doing this and that, and I, I don't know what I'm even trying to get across. I think I'm just terrorizing people. Once society says you don't count... And it's a little different now. It's not so well to, to the black community is black and white because black people are just dying left and right. But to the community as a whole, it's not white people dying. It's not Kent State being murdered by cops, um, peaceful college students being murdered by cops. But when it gets to that, yes, burn the country down till people listen. If, if my friends being murdered who are unarmed do not make you guys wake up and say something's wrong, we got to do something else. In a peaceful march holding hands, to me, isn't good enough. Yeah, burn something the fuck down. They just murdered people. They murdered college students. Like when SNCC got it, once white people starts getting killed, you know something's going wrong. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. What, God. Once what white people think? start getting killed, burn shit down. I'm sorry. Even in the mental health community, if someone's schizophrenic, if someone, like cops yeah. can just murder you. Yeah, that guy they shot in the leg down there that was just a... Yeah, he, he literally laid down. He did everything right. Laid yeah. down, I'm not a threat. But they've also killed even white mental health yeah. people who had like a screwdriver. And yeah. they're like, well, he had a screwdriver, so I shot him in the face. Because <laughs> I felt kind of nervous. I thought he was going to steal my radio. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you know, that's... That's that's actually it's a I, I was reading an article not that long ago. It's actually a pretty huge issue where family members, you know, they've they've got somebody in their family that's mentally ill and they call the police because they're acting up and they need somebody to take them to the hospital because they're mentally ill. And the police show up and the paramedics show up and the person's acting erratic and they end up they they called for help. They they called <laughs> we're like I fucking need some help. And the yeah. police show up and shoot that fucking guy. Jesus. Yeah. And all they're trying to do is get him into the goddamn if they hadn't shown up, he wouldn't have been a fucking threat to anybody. Exactly. They show up, escalate the situation by creating a demand that somebody mentally ill can't comply with. Then they don't comply, the situation escalates. This person's fucking not well. They knew they weren't well, and it yeah. happens with alarming frequency. Yeah. Like it's it's this is not an infrequent activity, unfortunately. I always say call the fire department. Don't call the police. Call the fire department when someone 
is mentally ill, but it's not necessarily threatening because they come with paramedics and they're they're not carrying guns ready to kill people. Yeah, if they have axes, they kill them. In a totally different way. So. They have that fancy crowbar. They just wallop you. Put the jaws of life in them. <laughs> well, let's cover this story because we only got about uh, t- 20 minutes left and we want to cover this story with you. So let's cover the story. Okay. I guess so. We're going to do <laughs> I don't, don't, know. Sound, don't sound so put out ish. I don't know. You you asked me in a way I couldn't. What am I going to say? Yes, boss. I just felt <laughs> I felt empowered by you asking me. I'm on uh, I'm I'm on your podcast. Actually, it's about require, fucking time I you would fucking respond you, like I that. I required you to say that. I'm Jesus on your Christ. podcast. This guy is three fifths the best guest we've ever had. <laughs> You notice I'm not laughing. Oh, uh, when I see it, Reza Khan, I'll buy a donkey. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And an acre or whatever. Oh, it is 40 see, acres. You are just, I'm a Nazi punch you like a <laughs> man. Listen. No, I'm a world star hip hop punch you. Cecil's going to be like, why? Why? We have two interviews today. Oh, that's going to be awesome. No, oh. man. No, it's like, this is like fucking Riddick. Like, you kill Tom, you take his place. It's like, <laughs> all good, dude. Hey, what do you mean it's all good? <laughs> the fuck you no, mean it's all good? What I mean is it's an upgrade. <laughs> ah, shit. That's true. God damn it. Uh, I'm going to be so mad if I have to fight Ishmael. Because <laughs> it's not going to be considered a fight, no worries. <laughs> Again. Oh, this is good. Again. Is Jesus good. Christ. All right. This story is from Right Wing Watch. Jesse Lee Peterson. If there were no black people in America, why did you pick this story? I don't know. Him, I, I don't know. Yeah, if seriously. Were, <laughs> you're fucking so racist. Right? I'm racist. <laughs> this guy's racist. All right, Jesse Lee Peterson. If there were no black people in America, we wouldn't have as many murders and riots. Uh, <laughs> that's it. No, that's so, it. No, all right. Let right? Me, so let me, he let didn't me even ask what I thought about it. He was like, yeah. continue. Yeah. <laughs> let me so let me let me read let me read what he what he uh what he said here. He said, Without black people in this country, I think there would hardly be any riots and the murder rate might drop by half or more. Blacks and Democrat would be voters. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? All right. Are disproportionately represented among violent offenders in prison. Most are also separated from their fathers. This guy fucking oh. has a father thing. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. always had a big father. Ish- like five Ishmael, times. how many illegitimate kids do you have? None. Except, except for Tom's legit. kids, Tom's kids. Oh, I'm taking them by the end of the by the end of Reason Con. His kids are gonna be mine. <laughs> you it's keep gonna, what you kill. It's gonna be like Game of Thrones, right? Your father was the weaker warrior. Listen. Come with me, boy. Ne- Necromonger way. You keep what you kill. Yeah. <laughs> Write the check. <laughs> uh. Oh, God. He said, all right, well, I'm not suggesting we get rid of blacks or Democrats. Thank goodness. Because <laughs> he is a black guy. This is a black guy talking. I'm not suggesting we get rid of blacks or Democrats, but we must return to fathers, to responsibility, forgiveness, and God. When you're angry, you reject responsibility. You're unforgiving. You don't know God and you don't love anyone. You are out of control. Angry people feel like victims and identify with others who are angry and emotional, who also feel like victims. And then he talks about Trayvon Martin's parents. Did I say it th- right that time? Yeah. Oh, Trayvon. Trayvon. It's Trayvon. Trayvon. Yeah. Trayvon. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> who uh, who uh, are writing a book, or wrote a book, I think. And then he's talking about the, the book um, instead telling a, a different story. The, the story that they're telling is that 
their kid was killed. And what they should be writing a book about in his eyes is how shame they should feel because they didn't parent well. Enough. Yeah, he he did the most to try and just I mean, for one, and he used he called Trayvon a thug. He used thug and and thug to me and to a lot of people of color is the new. I was going to ask that. Is that is that really what's happening here? Like we're just redefining our new term of, yes, of hatred? Black people are called. I mean, if you're an athlete and you do something wrong or even get in a fight on a field, if you're black, they call you a thug. If you're a hockey player and you bang the hell out and beat the shit out of someone, if you're white, you're not <laughs> a thug. Hockey's the stupidest, black hockey's the stupidest the sport. Let's just, let's, just, let's just get that out. Hockey is fucking stupid. The fighting in hockey is stupid. And fucking the sport itself is stupid. It's not the stupidest. To me, baseball is. Because baseball are actually people who fight who fight like high school kids? Like yeah. they are not, <laughs> they even, not even world, yeah. not even world star high school kids. World star, <laughs> high school kids. I mean, they just run out to the mound and then they like punch old ass Tommy Lasorda like some pitcher. And, like they, you can just beat the elderly in baseball. You can beat the elderly and not go to jail. Like, this is a disaster. This whole conversation this is a delightful my disaster. It's my favorite. No, I'm, guest. I'm just saying. So, like, well, okay. Ahead, Are white sorry. people not allowed to use the word thug anymore? Is that Listen, like, is that, can I, any, I no, no, because black what people. What about if there's harmony involved? Like if there's thugs in harmony, <laughs> like, can I do, can I go there? Can I tattoo it on my stomach? <laughs> <laughs> what about if it's a life? Like if I have a whole life. <laughs> anyway. Silent over there. He won't even tolerate that shit. <laughs> yeah. No, listen, you guys can do what you want, but um, it definitely is one of those things that yeah, they yeah more readily call black people no matter what i mean there there was an article i remember about a year or so ago it was like a black businessman who was attacked and like you know and they were like well the thug and it's like if you're black you're very easily being called a thug than anyone else no matter what your class or what you know your profession it's just one of those things that they'll call you a thug and especially all professional athletes are thugs not not necessarily white athletes, even if they're tattooed up and this and that, they they just don't resort to that. To to a lot of people in the black community and even outside of the community, thug obviously seems to be the new derogatory term that's nigga. Like sure, it's honest. a way to it's it's a way to marginalize a group of people by suggesting that they're inherently violent, right? Yeah, exactly. Whole, it, yeah. No, no matter their background, you could be a college student with all A's and this and that, and you get into some kind of trouble. And the news may call you a thug. And Man, right. I, the worst part is, is I got to bleep thug for this whole thing. God damn it. Man, it's going to No, 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 no. But you I should replace but, it with the N word. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I said thugger, not thugger. Like, come on. Come on. Okay. A lot of my black actors, uh, black listeners are like, okay, fuck him. You are, um, you are the only yeah, black you're listener. you're it, buddy. You're it. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is... that's true. I'm going to oh, tell no, him no, I'm there on was, here. There's, there's, there's one, uh, one young lady from London who listens as well. Ooh, she's from Europe. She doesn't, she doesn't even count. She's not like real Yeah, black. she doesn't know the N-word. She doesn't know what's wrong with that. <laughs> she's not American black. Right? She sounds like Mary Poppins. She's sophisticated. She don't <laughs> And you know what's funny? Because I definitely use the word nigga, but I don't use the word um, Uncle Tom or Coon. Because they, those to uh, it, it's a long story, but I, those, I'd rather just call him what he is, you know? And he just seems like a guy who's so ashamed 
of being African-American, of being black. And it's funny because he denounces, he says black people wrongly call things racist while he's being racist. He's literally <laughs> saying, because you're black, you are less than or you are more violent. You are this. And then at the same time, he's saying, but yeah, and another bad thing. And, and he talks about like, he tries to bring it to religion and he talks about anger and he says like, oh, if you're angry, you reject being reasonable and this and that. Who is more angry in this country? The religious right, his group. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the guys who hate gay people, who hate trans people. I want to talk a little bit about this though. When you said, um, you were saying that, you know, like, like here's a guy who feels ashamed to be, you know, to be a black person or whatever. What I feel though, do you think that if you have this view and you're black, you can write a check for yourself? Because if you go out there with your, you know, and show self-hatred and depict uh, your, you know, uh, black culture as bad as a black person, because it, it sort of lends more credibility to what you're saying, there's a lot of people that love to hear this because people want to hear this narrative from someone of color because it lends legitimacy. No, I totally agree. And because then it's not racist. How He's black. What are you talking about? He's black. How can he be racist? He's black. And no, I definitely think there's a market on the right side, on, on, on the right side of politics that is like, hey, if you're black and you, like 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 that sheriff, I forget his name already, that sheriff yeah. who hates BLM and hates all the, like he has a disgust for black people and the disgust for black people, these both, I think they both jump on the whole Black Lives Matter is the devil. Yeah, is the devil. Yeah, kind of yeah, right. bandwagon where it's like black people protesting. And even this guy also said, he said, um, black on white violence today worse than the KKK. Yeah. How can any thinking person say that? And that was Jesse Lee Peterson, not the show. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the KKK literally legal. Well, not even legally. They just would hang you. They would rip off your fingers. They would give them to people as souvenirs. The whole town came out. They would kill kids like Emmett Till and things like that. And they got off. That's worse than black on white crime. That is actually um prosecuted like if i kill a if i kill a black person and i kill a white person i'm more likely to go to jail for the white person black person and like ah, gang violence whatever you know <laughs> but a white person is like we got to get these dastardly vandals or these yes thugs, that's what they'll call you dastardly vandals <laughs> <laughs> well because because cecil's all pc when a black guy's on here so i don't want to be act. He's on Disney on Channel show. on me. Like, I got to bleep you. You said harsh <laughs> words towards black people. And it may expose my racism. So I got to <laughs> pretend that I'm not okay with that. <laughs> I only expose my racism to you off the air. <laughs> oh, and I to know. kids in the park. That's true, too. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's, yeah, he, it, there is a, a, a place for black people who are right-winged, who are especially religious, who just have a disgust for the black community and a love for the white community and looks at even things like Black Lives Matter. Oh, we are peacefully protesting black people being wrongfully killed by cops. And they're worse than the KKK? How? How do you reason that? So, Ishmael, if people were going to find your show, where would they look? Uh, angryblackrant.com um, and where you find podcasts. Just look for Angry Black Rant. Pretty much. Ishmael. 
It was a lot of fun talking to you. We look forward to shaking your pillow hands when you come down to <laughs> pillow <laughs> hands, man. Tom, you gotta get well. See, I really feel like Cecil should get it because Cecil whatever, is, dude, you bring it. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, I like you that. fight us both. This cool. No big deal. <laughs> Don't worry. And, and it's and, and and I'm so good with mine. I only punch people in the stomach because my yeah. punches are so good. <laughs> it doesn't leave much bruises, you know, across the face. So okay, I'm gonna get just, you, Cecil. I'm just gonna wipe my tears on you for the rest of the night. So. <laughs> I hope you like being wet. Thank you guys for having me on. It's always a blast, man. I love hey, it. Hey, man. Thanks Thank for coming so on much, again. Buddy. Thanks for coming on again. So, Tom, let's talk for a moment about our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. We have a flyer here that we're looking at where this woman is in a sex swing looking terribly seductive. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. It and is, nothing says it, Valentine's like flowers, chocolates, and tying a woman against a door and begging the ever-loving <laughs> shit out of her. <laughs> and you can get that free you sex can. swing by going to adamandeve.com you can. You can. and entering Gloria Checkout. You can. And you get three more uh, three, three more free kinky gifts. It says it's over $120 value. Uh, and you'll get free shipping still. And, uh, and so you can get a free sex swing if you're into that. Uh, right now, if you go to adamandeve.com and you use uh, the code GLORY at checkout, uh, adamandeve.com has a huge selection. And one of the best parts is, is you don't have to have an awkward conversation about your sex swing with a, with a guy behind a, a counter. counter at some weird sex shop. You can just, you can just get it delivered to your door discreetly and know that you can just have that sex swing at your disposal without having the weird conversation. Get it delivered to your door, attach it to your door and bang against your door. <laughs> <laughs> you keep on knocking. I'm going to let you in. <laughs> This story comes from Right Wing Watch. This is how I love this. This is just just the title alone is so fucking delightfully convoluted. Rick Joyner's friend. Oh, so, you know, it must be good. Had a revelation. My friend's dream that the Obama administration bugged Trump's Oval Office and is leaking information. Yeah, it says Friday asserting that someone from the Obama administration left some bugs. Look, just because he's black doesn't mean he has roaches, okay? <laughs> let's be, let's not be racist, okay? He cleaned up after yeah. himself. How fucking ridiculous. Like, he can't even get his fucking White House security yeah, deposit well, back, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's because he was paying all the time with Section 8. So. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I mean, it's true. The government paid for his housing. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Another black guy on government welfare. <laughs> Get off the government, Jesus. Jesus Christ. All right. This is Rick The Joyner. whole family. Yeah, I know. God. Paying for our, our Ivy League schools. And <laughs> He's I, now, probably got one of those Obama phones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, so one of the things I noticed about Rick Joyner's face when I was watching this earlier is that he has some weird, like his nose looks like a schnauzer nose because it's cut on the oh. side and it comes in. It's really weird. He's got looking. a foldy foldy he on does. the top. He has like a little, no, it's on the sides. He has cuts on the sides. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's oh. super weird. So he's like a. It's like you know, a schnauzer. The way to check that is, is you get him alone in a room, just start howling, see if he howls with you. <laughs> Actually, you just get him excited around cocaine and ask him to sniff it. Like, Go ahead, sniff it, sniff it. So let me uh, touch on a few things. A friend of mine had a revelation about there being bugs in the Oval Office, and that's where the leaks are coming from. That 
Okay, so first they have bugs and now they don't take care of the plumbing? What a <laughs> fucking, you're a racist. You're a racist. I love too that he's not denying the information, right? He's just yeah. like, well, that's where the leaks are coming from. Well, maybe they shouldn't be saying this terrible shit and doing this terrible shit. Isn't that amazing when you hear right? that? It's like, oh, well, they should be quiet about it. Be like, wait, then they would just be saying it in secret. Right. If you bugged my house, you just hear nothing important yeah, exactly. or interesting. Once in a while, you'd hear. <laughs> well, more than more often than not, actually, either. it's a morning and night kind of a thing. You know, it's a, it's a wake up morning it's... and night. Jeez, what is it? Is is it your rest day? <laughs> well, the best part of waking up <laughs> is jizzing in a sock. Somebody in the Obama administration left some bugs there. Bugs are, you know, uh, tiny creatures that crawl around animals. If you're scummy or black, <laughs> <laughs> the white house roaches check in, <laughs> they don't check out. <laughs> they had to get the landlord to call the best. <laughs> <laughs> they put one of those giant tents over it to fumigate the white house. <laughs> and it's really Walter white cooking nothing there. <laughs> I knew Obama ran a drug house. Um, I knew it. They're going to be the listening devices or whatever that somebody is tuning into. That could explain a lot. It really could. Are you fucking serious right now that the fucking well, United States government doesn't sweep the place for bugs like on a regular basis? Cecil. They constantly have dignitaries and other people in there. Stop. Stop. His friend had a dream. <laughs> okay. God, I forgot. So, you know, forgive evidence, me, motherfucker. Tom. Forgive me. I Why don't forgot. you look at the evidence? I Sometimes forgot. your friend yeah. has a special <laughs> wish inside, or however that works. And that's how you fuck. <sighs> dream weaver. <laughs> because somebody knows the phone calls the president is making when there are only two people in the room with him that absolutely should not be leaking, and you, I don't expect either one of them were guilty. Well, maybe they're telling it to a confidant who is then leaking it. Stop. Like, it's not impossible for Steve Bannon to be saying something to someone who is untrustworthy. Steve Bannon himself is untrustworthy. The whole administration seems untrustworthy. He hires nothing but people that seem to be vetted for their untrustworthiness. <laughs> like, that seems to me like the fucking number one category, yeah. right? Like, he goes like the fucking Myers-Briggs personality test, and it just says, untrustworthy and he's like sold bring that guy in <laughs> but isn't it crazy it's, it, it's got to be bugs it can't be one of the three people in the room said something to someone else trump's a, a, a constant braggart too right so he could easily say this to someone else after that happens in the room well not considering that he actually has a conversation with someone about what happened in that room after it happened if you want a private conversation, do what we all do. Go out and have it in your car. Yeah. <laughs> so what's going on there? I hope they get in there and sweep the, that room really good. Got to clean up after that black guy. <laughs> it, hey, in the name of Jesus, we speak that. <laughs> I'm 
So, Cecil, this is Cindy Jacobs. 2017 will see Christian media revolutionaries replace liberal media outlets that are persecuting the Christians. Mm. Look at, I, <laughs> I picked this. I, hold on. <laughs> Your face, lady. Holy shit, she's snarling. Oh my God, you have to go to this story. So go to our website and click on the story. She is snarling like a fucking schnauzer. That is amazing. She looks like a dog. <laughs> That's why I picked oh. this when I clicked. I was like, "Yes, all day, yes." We're oh doing my this god, story. she's so amazing! Look at that, she's so angry. You know her hair is gonna bounce. <laughs> you know it's gonna happen. Here we go. This is Cindy Jacobs. Cindy Jacobs. I want to remind people is the lady who had the stream of consciousness style prediction that the reason why there were drumfish dying in some river in Arkansas <gasps> is because this. is because of. Uh, is because Bill Clinton was the fucking governor of Arkansas, and you know what rule was there? Right, and it's yeah. all this like stream of consciousness. It was, it was amazing. David Ike style stream of consciousness. Yeah, it was just it was just a series of the most yeah. tangential connections, and it was the reason why right. there was all these drumfish dying. Or it, at the end of it, it, it was Kevin Bacon. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, so here's Snarling Jacobs. God is getting ready to move. Hey y'all, I'm getting ready to move. <laughs> I ain't moved in a long time. And down here in the South, we don't move very fast or very often. <laughs> I'm looking for my morning movement. I'm, I have, I'm getting ready. I've had some protein and coffee. I feel it coming. <laughs> I, I, I do. Get ready to move. He just feels that. That's really like. I feel uh-oh. them tectonic uh-oh. plates are shifting. There's something in there. Watch out, Japan. Uh, I had a little fiber yesterday. It's going to work its way through. We should go to the Prophetic Outlook 2017 package. Oh, no, you don't I want got that? a prophetic package. <laughs> it's not that prophetic. It's, it's not that big a package. <laughs> it's supernatural. Uh, no, it's completely natural. Actually. <laughs> Is there an undernatural? <laughs> yeah, a subpar package. Do you have one of those? Now, I want to say something that's going to happen with this. The pressure... That is going to put on society is actually going to enrage Satan. And so there's going to be this persecution ridge, you know, that you've talked about. But what is going to happen is that if they continue to persecute the church and the singers, singers, she must be talking about singers that uh, that will stand with Trump or like the newsboys. Is she, is she upset? Is somebody persecuting the newsboys? I would have heard. Not on our watch. <laughs> not twice. <laughs> Who will stand up and not be ashamed and not be in political correctness. Not be in political yeah, correctness. Well, it's, you got to go in there. There's like a door. Oh, yeah, you do. And you, <laughs> yeah, you, <do. laughs> you got to ask first. <laughs> do a little prep work. You really do have to ask really nicely. <laughs> it better be your birthday. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, if you're unwrapping that gift, it better be your birthday. Tell me you like it, please. <laughs> please tell me you like it. <laughs> those networks, those media outlets are going to fall down. We are so mad. Garrr. Garrr. media outlets are going to go fall down and go boom. <laughs> what, what does that down. even mean? They're going to fall down? I, evidently, all of a sudden, yeah. people are just going to stop watching and using media. Yeah. 
Just generally speaking, media is going to be gone. In the meantime, New York Times subscriptions are up. Fail. You know, failing New York Times to fail. Shut the fuck up, you <laughs> fucking idiots. You have no idea. Your finger is so far from the pulse of America, you pull it out and it smells like shit. <laughs> you have no idea. They literally have no idea. They don't know fuck all about what, the, you know, what the United States is even about anymore. These people, they'll say things like, you're going to fall down and the, God's going to smite you. And you're just like, yeah, and New York Times is doing better than it has done in like 10 years. Yeah, this is the best thing yeah. ever for news sources that are, you know, vetting the actual news, right? Yeah. Because all of a sudden people are like, fuck, it turns out we need something reliable. Fuck, it turns out we need to turn to these state and steady sources. Yeah. You know, we, we there, there is the, the backlash swings, swings, uh, swings, swings, swings. What is this, Wayne's World? What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> it's real late. No, it's real fucking late. I'm so beat. <laughs> but the backlash swings, swings, swings again. Keep swinging. God damn it. Swing for the fences, Tom. <laughs> That's a it sports swings. <laughs> I'm not actually building a. You fence. know what? Fuck my whole point. I don't even care. Play this fucking snarly schnauzer bitch. I'll swing it along. It's <laughs> a swing it a bitch. And the Lord is raising up an alternative voice to present alternative facts. He sure is raising up an alternative voice. An alternative voice that. Uh, that uh, endorsed Ivanka Trump today. Did you hear about uh, that I woman? did. Um, Kellyanne Conway. Yeah, the Skeletor yeah. today <laughs> from Castle Grayskull looked down <laughs> and, and, she, and she said, and she said, I'll get you next time, He-Man. <laughs> no, but she said, <laughs> she said, I'd fuck Skeletor before I'd put it in Kellyanne Conway. I'll tell you that much. I'll take a toothy blowjob from a skull, oh, from a male skeleton. Uh, fuck his rib cage. I'm just like, <laughs> bro, take it, Skeletor. No, but uh, but she said, buy Ivanka's stuff, like buy yeah. her brand, Which and is, that is a that is a direct breaking of a certain ethics rule. Like a, it's a it's not a rule either; it's a law. Like you're breaking a law. Yeah, but there's nobody to prosecute her. That's the thing. Like, yeah. Nobody's ever going to fight. Like the attorney general's not going to, and Congress. Nobody's going to censure her. Nobody's going to. Uh, press charges or anything. Somebody has to actually do something and there's nobody to do it because they're all on her fucking side. And I wonder if they're too, all going to fucking circle the wagons around this fucking skinny bitch and then it's fine. We still have Trump supporters who listen and I get, I get in contact with them on occasion. I don't understand. I don't understand, I don't understand it either. They don't think for some reason they, 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 they missed that we were left leaning for years. I don't understand how they missed that. But what I, what I want to know from you is how are you okay with this? How is, how is that cool? You know, there's so much shit that's happening nowadays. When I see it happen, I wonder, how the fuck can you be cool with that? How can you hear, like, read his tweets that talk about how it's a judge's fault if there's a terrorist attack, not my fault, right? Oh, right. That how, is insane. How, you know, there's there's like 20 different things that he said and on Twitter that you've just been like, I've been like, how the fuck could you have voted for him and still be in his camp? Yeah, I, look, here's the thing. If you voted for him... Because ABC reasons fine, but at this point, a couple of weeks into this ball game, and seeing the nonsense, the just nonsense, the outright, you know, the, the, a lot of these people are like, but but Hillary, but but Hillary, no fuck that, yeah, she's lost. Hillary's you gone. don't get to but Hillary yeah. anymore. I want to know why you still support. Don't tell me why you did support at the election. Why do you still support now? Yeah, right. It's okay to change your mind. Yeah, it's all right. You know, like, when they're doing shit like this, they lied to you, man. 
They lied to you. When she's doing, when she's talking about alternative facts and the Bowling Green Massacre and fucking, you know, shit that never happened. And then she's talking about buying a Ivanka, you should buy Ivanka shit. She expressly then, said, this is a commercial. Yeah. And then, and then fucking Trump tweeting out that Nordstrom's a bad place because they're taking a shit. What the fuck, man? I know. Are we serious? Like, are you seriously like that far, your head that far up his ass that you're willing to let that go? And I don't want to hear any of this. Like, we got to give him room and see what he does. We see have two weeks. We know what he's done. He just, he signed like a fucking million executive orders yeah. already. And none you of them know are good. Th- you know a bunch of shit that he's done. Yeah. Look at the people he's appointed to his fucking cabinet. Yeah. And he's, I mean, you know, you're talking about the Muslim ban, which has been overturned twice in a row now. Third time's a charm. Yeah, well, Let's hope. third time is the Supreme Court. And yeah, if they but it's, bring, well, it's 4 4 now. Yeah. They better slow that shit down and not bring it right away. Because if they bring it right away, it'll be a tie. But if they don't and they wait until fucking Goruck gets, Goruck yeah. gets in, then you're, I Fuck. mean, there's a good possibility. Depends on where he stands in immigration, right? But the Democrats showed that they don't have any power to stop anything. They have no... Not like the Republicans did. Right. Why is it the Republicans are so much better at obstructing? The Republicans were so good at being in a minority position and still fucking cock-blocking yeah. like sons of yeah. bitches. They it's were the because, most cock-blockingest motherfuckers yeah. ever. Well, one, one thing that's interesting is uh, today... Senator Elizabeth, this was a couple days ago, Senator Elizabeth Warren was removed from the floor, right? So she was removed from the floor for reading a letter. And she was removed by this really obscure rule, uh, Rule 19, I think it's called, um, which is also weirdly the same rule that they use to kill all the Jedi in Star Wars. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But they, they, they removed her for this obscure rule. And... Uh, and it's it's that you're not allowed to insult another another senator, right? You're not allowed to insult them uh, at all on the floor. Yeah, it's a don't call me a yeah, duty. Don't head call. Rule. Yeah, exactly. And she did it by quoting another senator from 20 years ago when he was going to be a judge, and they were reading letters from people right. then. And the two letters that she read were from those that time when he was not fit to be a judge. First of all, the idea that this rule even exists. Yeah, it's silly. right? Yeah. That the, you know, don't don't hurt my feelings even though I'm a fucking big boy. Yeah, rule. it's a snowflake rule. Yeah, fuck that yeah. shit. That's a, that's a nonsense yeah. rule. Again, that's for cowards, yeah. right? Snowflake. That's, I don't want to feel bad. What did Ted Cruz fucking write yeah. that rule? <laughs> Nobody say anything mean. It'll hurt my soft pieces inside. <laughs> if you do, I'll I'll, I'll I'll pillow punch you in the face <laughs> and then elbow you in the face <laughs> and then hug you. <laughs> but even so, like, it's not like she was like reading a letter called fuck you yeah. asshole. Yeah. Uh, like she was reading a letter yeah. that, that that was, it was just like, yeah, you know, I've got some sharply worded criticism, but nothing. I mean, people have said worse to me today. Exactly. exactly. Today. Yeah. You steal someone's parking space and they say worse shit. Right. And what happened is she got removed and then it blew up. And so a couple other people read this letter afterwards. And there's a suspicion that they didn't send them out for reading this letter. Right. Because it was going to just be another media shitstorm that they wanted to avoid. But one of the things that 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 happens, I think, is that imagine if the Democrats did this. Right. Imagine if during Obama, the Democrats did something like this to someone. Right. Where they they took them off the floor. And now somebody had sent me a message today on Twitter about how. Nancy Pelosi cut the mics uh, on the whole floor to stop them from uh, voting on uh, uh, to to stop a vote that was going to happen on offshore drilling that that they were done talking about and they didn't want to have the vote or something like that. And and so she cut the mics and she cut the cameras to to C-SPAN. Okay. 
And she did this in like 2004, I think, or so in 2008. And then the Republicans did the exact same thing to the Democrats in the House again in 2016 when they wanted to sit in for the for the gun thing that they wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. They did the exact same thing to the Democrats. And so somebody sent that to me and said, oh, well, it's already happened. The Democrats have already done it. And I'm like, yeah, but the Republicans did the exact same thing. And it's not the same thing exact, as censure. Exact, it's not the exact same thing. They, they missed that point that it's not the same thing. Right. But even still, they are willing to overlook when their party does it to point out when your party does it. And you're like, yeah, but you guys did the same thing. And then they're like, and then they, and then when you do it, they even did this on Twitter. And then when you do it, they call it a stunt. They're like, oh, well, well, when when uh, when Pelosi did it, it was a stunt. You're thinking, well, when what happened when they did it's it? It's either always a stunt or it's, it's never a stunt. They, but the, but there's a selective narrative there right. yeah. that they're that they're willing to, and I think they're willing to go farther than the liberals. The liberals are not willing to push hard enough on this stuff. Those those obscure rules and that that the the sort of political um the political combat that they would, you know, that, 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 uh, sort of fighting knowledge to use these rules against them. They do seem much better at it. They're they do. better at it. And they're also just, they're also just willing to use it, right? They're ruthless. They're willing to use it in a different way. And I don't know if that's a bad, like, I don't know. Like, I kind of like being on the party that side, that's not willing to use that stuff all the time. And I could be wrong, right? There's a chance I'm wrong and that the Democrats do it all the time too. Right. I was, Today, when they showed me that thing, I was like, I was pretty surprised. I was like, oh, wow, they did. They did quiet a whole thing, right? From TV, but they didn't quiet them in, you know, in general. But you know what I mean? Like, so there's a. But it's nowhere near the same thing as kicking the center out. Right. right? Like, that's just not even remotely comparable to the same thing. It's not the same thing. That it's media revolutionaries. I'm telling you, the spirit of God, there's going to be YouTube revival. There's going to be, there's going to be social networking. Oh my God. I I would love to see this woman on YouTube. YouTube's revival, Tom. This, the comment section on YouTube for Cindy Jacobs has got to be a horror show. (laughs) The YouTube section for everything on YouTube is a horror show. (laughs) New ideas. There's going to be these media revolutionaries are going to take away the wealth of these liberal networks that have dared touch the apple of God's eye. God, she's mad. The apple of God's eye. Mm. A little known fact. That's the male prostate. (laughs) I put it. I see. I stuck the apple when I when I made the apple of God's eye. Stuck it right up in the bum there because we know what happens when you all get to apples. (laughs) That explains why he was so grouchy when Adam grabbed it. (laughs) Y'all got to ask for permission. I said no. No means no. Get the hell out of here. No means no unless you're a priest. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. This is fucking weird, man. Have you ever heard of this shit before? Uh, No. Yeah. All right. So this is from the Friendly Atheist blog. Philadelphia woman, now married to Jesus, consecrated by Catholic Church as extra fancy virgin. Dems fancy virgins. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, actually, wait, hold on. Hold on. Let's just. I'm just gonna stop. You okay. There. An extra fancy virgin. Leave it to the Catholic Church for a voluntary grading system on virgins. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> of course, you kind of need it when you're raping kids, right? Uh, it's right. like that. It's like that ripe sticker on the avocado. <laughs> you need to know <laughs> whether yeah. the kid is. I, I love the idea that you can walk up to a woman and say, "Like virgin, yeah. first pressing." <laughs> 
it's a voluntary independent grading system, then it'd kind of be like a Yelp review. For, <laughs> and, for that's, and, and to be honest, you know, when you're raping the kid, that is the sound they make. They oh, yelp. God. Yelp is this. Oh, yelp. Nope. That's I'm, it. I got to. Somebody else can sit here across from me. You're a fucking monster. <laughs> All right. That's Jesus fair. Christ. <laughs> so, God damn it, man. Tom, four stars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's four out of 20. <laughs> I still go with it. I, still, Yay. I was shooting for three. So, all right. I, I overshot. Um, so as long as you're a perpetual virgin, mm. which means that you ain't been fucked, you haven't fucked, and you promise not to perpetual fuck. Perpetual virgin. Yeah. Do they make their own energy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their own, their own their sexual, own sexual energy, right? <laughs> Perpetual virgin. Isn't that just like World of Warcraft player? Oh. Like, <laughs> we're going to get all these fucking emails. Hey, man. I can't. Hey, thank my, my sister. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only one that yeah. plays with my wizard staff. <laughs> I, I, I had sex in game like four times. <laughs> I'm pretty sure one of those was a girl. <laughs> I cybered with like four girls. One of them with a feel. I grabbed hold of those pointy ears of hers. It's late. Rode like a donkey. It's so late. We should never record this. We should always My record this. Face hurts. I know. I can't. I'm I so can't slapped do it anymore. My face is like, ah. Uh, like I can't. I just can't do it. If you got a fucking dragon, you got to find a loose scale. <laughs> I shoved it back there, guys. Uh, uh, I hit it right in the yeah. treasure chest, I if gave, you know what I mean. I gave her my bag of gold. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, my gosh. She got pregnant with my bastard short. <laughs> Oh, oh God! All God. right, so if you're a perpetual virgin, oh God, <laughs> perpetual virgin, uh, uh, and then the Catholic Church will let you get married to Jesus. Yeah, which because is yeah, because fucking super weird. You become a consecrated virgin, which I think that means that you can do the hymen maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> Only once. That's also. That's, that's different than the hymen remover. <laughs> different. Also, only yeah. once. <laughs> oh man. Oh. So fuck are these people so, are weird, so man. This you lady, wear this a lady, fancy yeah, dress. she got, she got a, she dem fancy virgin. <laughs> she got all tuxedoed up in her little dress, and she marched down the aisle and married Jesus. I uh, guess that's a thing in the Catholic Church. You just marry Jesus. Would it be disappointing to do that? The groom always keeps you waiting at the altar. <laughs> Also, also to be honest, I mean, Jesus' hands are not terribly functional. So you better be, he better be a face sitter. You know what I mean? He's one of those guys because I don't yeah. know, he's not gonna be able to do much fiddling. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you gotta warm yeah, you there's gotta, not you're not warming that up no. with the old, you know, there's not, it's not a gotta, pull start. <laughs> <laughs> it's a push start. <laughs> I want to 
read a part of this though. <laughs> because they talk about Jesus. I guess Jesus saved some horse and this was saved some horse. Yeah, he saved some horse from being raped. What? Um, I don't know. I, I, I never read this, but it says, um, and let me find it here real quick. Yeah, the whole consecrated virgin thing has a long history in the Catholic Church, with Mary technically being the first one. Some early saints, such as St. Lucia, St. Agnes, and St. Agatha, were also consecrated virgins, and all of them have a similar story. Each it, this, uh, each one decided that she was going to be consecrated virgin, but was so beautiful that dudes who wanted to marry them freaked out and tossed them into brothels. Wait, what? Then Wait, what? Jesus stepped in and kept all the rapists at bay with magic. And in Agnes's case, hair grew instantly all over her whole body. And anyone who tempted the raper was struck blind. <laughs> what the fuck that kind of story is this? Hair was stuck all over. And what, what the fuck? You fu become fucking Teen Wolf? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and the, the best part is, is there's a bunch of dudes that are just like, yep, well, any port in a storm. I don't okay. care. Whatever. I got to rape something. Jesus. So, uh, Hey, you know, I'm I'm gonna rape this uh, this Bigfoot over here. <laughs> yeah. well, what, what what? None of this makes any sense. Like, I love the idea. It's like, man, that chick is beautiful. You want to get married? No. Well, I go be a whore in this brothel. Fucking, what is that? Your second option? <laughs> How is that? Like, I would really like you to be my wife. I'm gonna go ahead and take a pass on that one. Well, whore to brothel. It is like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> So we want to thank our newest patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons, but we would like to thank George, Nick, Gunner, Tom, Torsten, Renee, Steve, the abortionator. Jesus. Duck Flambe, Rich, Random Rhino, Nilish, Kai, Thomas, Buy Shares in Clorox, <laughs> Emily. Alternative, Alternative funds. You, Kai. Sean, Phil, Nathan, the Clyde, the New York Woof. <laughs> <laughs> I say it wrong. Some people get so mad at me when I say Woof instead of Wolf. Paul, Evan, Beth, Joseph, Teresa, and Jamil. And Jamil, thanks so much for your generous donations. We truly do appreciate it. We have an employee that we need to pay <laughs> money, actual funds. They're real particular about that. Yeah, they like they like to get paid money. So yeah. we want to thank everybody for for their generous support of our show. Thank you so much. So we got a message from Aaron. This week is uh, episode three four three. So check out Aaron's image. Uh, this is an image of Trump. It's a modified image that I really like. It's really well done. Yeah, I think it it's looks really great. great. Yeah, I think it's probably the best picture of Trump I've seen in a long time. So this message is from Bill, and Bill sent in this this great article. This is crazy about this. Uh, this Trump this week made a comment about uh, he made a comment about a senator. That was from Texas and the Senator from Texas, there was a sheriff or something that was in his office and a bunch of people standing around and the Senator says, or the, the, the sheriff says something about how the, the, a Senator wanted to pass a bill that people actually had to be convicted before they had civil forfeiture. And Trump said, shook his head and said, um, do you want to give his name? We can ruin his career. And he's clearly joking, but at the same time, not joking. Yeah, right? right. Like, so like, like it's funny, but it's also kind of like a threat. It's an incredibly yeah. crazy mean spirited yeah. thing to say. And so this, uh, Dalen Leach 
um, who's a Pennsylvania state senator, said, hey, I oppose civil asset forfeiture, too. Why don't you come after me, you fascist loofah-faced shit-given? <laughs> they called him a shit-given. Suck on that, dude. That's, that's fucking amazing. Shit-given. You know, we may not win the the like the most rudest shit you could say or whatever, or the trolliest oh. shit, but we're going to win the funniest oh every my time. Loofah-faced yeah, shit-given. That is fucking brilliant. That's so funny. <laughs> We got a ton of messages about Nazis. So uh, many. So many messages so about many Nazis. Messages about we hope Nazis. we cleared all that up with uh, Ishmael tonight. <laughs> with, our, with our calm and rational uh, discussion. Uh, so remember, guys, if you pillow punch him. <laughs> so got pillow fists pillow over the fists. fuck. It's <laughs> uh, so good. So uh, Elvis and his uh, lovely wife sent in a... Uh, a, a very short narrative of how birth control works for the people who, and this is specifically for Neil Gorsh, um, so that people understand how birth control works. You know, and this is, we're talking about the Hobby Lobby decision last week, and they put this together, and I think it's great. So it's kind of like the how a bill becomes a law. Yeah, it is. Of fucking. <laughs> it is. It's really great. No, excellent job. Excellent job on this. Okay, you guys. This is how birth control and morning-after pills work. If a woman is fertile and there's an egg waiting to catch a sperm, the mucus in the vagina and fallopian tube, which the sperm has to find and swim into to get to the egg, is all slippery. Easy for those little X and Y carrying spermies to swim through. If she's on the pill or takes a morning-after pill, the mucus gets thicker and stickier. Not too thick for a normal-sized penis, but for those little spermies, it's like swimming through oatmeal. This all was developed and tested by scientists who allow for exceptions and variations. They will admit there's a slight possibility of a fertilized egg getting stuck in the sticky stuff and dying. While this is probably rare and maybe never happened, scientists will tell the truth and will admit this possibility. And fertilized eggs are not people! So, uh, in Chicago, on April 15th, which happens to be the week, I think, before ReasonCon. It is. So Anthony Magna Bosco is the street epistemology person from YouTube. He is coming to Chicago uh, at the Ethical Atheist Human Society. Uh, it's going to be in Skokie. Um, and they are going to be having a, uh, he's going to be doing a talk called Street Epistemology Gaining Momentum. We had a chance to meet a couple of people from the Chicago Atheist Society this last, uh, when, when we were doing GAM, uh, GAM Live. Lovely people, very sweet. Absolutely, uh, wonderful and, experience. And, and and they were mm -hmm. and they were great. So we're hoping that a bunch of people come to this. Uh, we're going to post this flyer that they gave us on this week's show. So if you're interested in coming to Chicago on April fifteenth, which is a Saturday, uh, you can catch this uh, lecture, which is at six p.m. and uh, and it should be great. <clears throat> so we got a message from Jeffrey, and Jeffrey says, um, if you could offer some advice on how to uh, do some fact-checking so that I can use, so I can definitely tell my jack-off buddies that Alex Jones and the like are full of shit. You know, it might be useful <clears throat> to go down the rabbit hole with them a little bit, you know? So in other words, if, if they if they have an Alex Jones thing, just, just pause, take it claim by claim and say, okay, let's find his source of evidence for every claim. Yeah, that's you a know? good way to do it, right? And and you won't find them yeah. because he doesn't have them. He doesn't, he doesn't do what everybody reputable does, which is to say a thing, and then source it, yeah. say a thing and then source it. Instead, he says a thing yeah. and he said, and everybody does this. So that it's, it's on the crazy side, right? Say a lot of things real fast, assert without evidence and do it real fast. So you have no time 
to stop and think. Yeah. So find one of his videos where he's making a bunch of claims. Every time he makes a claim that should be demonstrable in one way or another or should require some kind of fact or evidence, pause it and say, yeah. okay, let's find it. Yeah, let's find it together. Let's find it on his you site. You know what that is? That's very street epistemology-like. There we go. You know what I mean? In a lot of ways, yeah. it's, it's and, and you know, another way to do this would be to say, okay, well, how do we know that this is true? Yeah. You know, use that street epistemology. You know, that's a great, that's a great method because they aren't going to look to the New York Times or the other reputable sources. What they're going to do is say, well, those sources aren't reputable. Okay, well, find me where it actually happened. Yeah. And if you can search it up, because one of the things that I would work on is the Podesta emails, because if he says anything about the Podesta emails, those are searchable. You can find what he's saying. Easily. Yeah. You can find what he's saying. So good luck, Jeff. I hope it works out for you. Got a message from uh, Wally in Maryland. And he says, uh, he said that one thing that we missed uh, during 342 when we were talking about Trump oh, and the God. rain is that uh, maybe according to the Russians, Trump likes... Uh, Golden showers. <laughs> he likes to be sprinkled on. <laughs> we got another image. This is from uh, the advice troll. And uh, and they sent in an image of uh, Trump that just says resist on the bottom. It's a really great image. He looks so angry there. It's the best. I love how like his two little teeth are out. Like he looks like a little rat. Yeah, and he's got a folded fucking uh, pussy I love eyes. It. I love it's it. Terrible. His, yeah, his vagina eyes. Eye vaginas. Um, so, uh, we're going to post this on this episode show notes. It's three 43. I'm going to post this video. Uh, we talked about last week and this was when we were talking about talking to Dan Errol. We had this conversation about what do you do if people aren't answering your questions? What do you do as a journalist? If they're saying fake news, I'm not going to answer your questions. Yeah. And here's a situation on this British TV show. I literally have no idea what they're talking about. I don't know what, nope. I don't know what, I don't know what. It uh, doesn't matter, but it's brilliant. I don't know what they're, I, don't, I literally have no idea what they're having a conversation about. Um, uh, but that being said, the gist of it is never stop asking the question. And even, even the Brits who are notoriously polite still I mean, he, at one point, he's like, I'm going to be very rude here and continue to ask this question. It's it's really brilliant. This it guy never answers the question. Nope. But I will say this at the end of it. I thought that guy was a total douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> so check it out. Uh, it's on this episode show notes. We got a couple of new listeners. We got a message from Jake who said, hey, I just want to let you know you're my newest favorite show. He says, it's as if my degenerate friends and I made a podcast. And a lot of people oh, say thanks. that. A yeah. lot of people say that. Like it's like it's like sitting down with friends. So we, we're glad your friends are horrible people too, Jake. So we got a message from Alex. And Alex, uh, first off, Alex, eggnog is not delicious. You are high. Um, but Alex is said, you know, I'm curious about how there's sort of this despair that's creeping into your voice lately. There's this feeling of despair that's coming over you guys. Um and, you know, I noticed your outbursts. It's talking about me specifically. My outbursts have become more common. Uh, I'm not saying you do this. Uh, you don't have every reason for an outburst. I'm writing you because I can't fall asleep after listening to your show the first week. And if you hadn't heard our show the first week, this is a show that um, that came out as a midweek show. We did a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. It was right after his first uh, Trump's first week in office. Go back and listen to it. Go back and find it. We talk about what happened during that first week? Piece by piece. Piece yeah. by piece. And some people found it actually pretty disturbing. They listened to it and they're like, man, it just, it's just so depressing. And there's not a lot of jokes in that episode. There's not a lot of funny. And uh, and I recognize that. But one th well, there is one kernel of hope that I have out of all this. Yeah. There's a lot of kernels of hope, actually. I have a lot of hope. Out I of see them I have too. I have a lot of these, these kernels. And one of, uh, one of them clearly is 
that private institutions are really starting to pick up the slack for governmental institutions. Something I said in the first hundred days I episode. I remember. And it's yeah. really happening. It's really starting to happen. You're starting to see steam where people are donating to Planned Parenthood. People are donating to places to get that money that the government was going to take away from those places. You're starting to see that happen and it's going to keep happening. Um, environmental Protection Agency may, you know, eventually whatever, go under or something. But I have a feeling that there will be some sort of civilian-led thing that will take its place because that that want and that need is there. But one of the things that I've also noticed, and this is on my Facebook feed, right? So I know a bunch of history buffs because I, I belong to a history organization that I've talked about before in the past. And a lot of these guys are really not terribly involved in politics. I rarely see political okay. posts from sure. most of these people. But I will say this. There's a lot of really smart fucking people in that group. There's a lot of really smart people. And I'm thinking of one guy in particular that I know. And I've been friends with him for about 25 years and uh, and because I've been doing this this thing for about 25 years and I've been friends with him for a very long time. And he's been always quasi political. Right. He's never been like, you know, like 100 percent, million percent full full bore. But he's been quasi political. He's one of the smartest guys I know. He is motivated. Really? You made a huge mistake. You know, like you made a huge mistake when you started doing this stuff, when he started pushing back and he started doing all this stuff, this guy is motivated. He's posting shit to do every day. He's talking about all the stuff he does. He's talking about all the grassroots shit as well as the all the all the big picture stuff to do. And he's a really smart dude. You and I and I can't imagine. Yeah, he's, he's not the, the only, only one, right? One, yeah, right. right? Exactly. He's There's, just the only one you have. Exactly. To know, he's right? the, well, he's not the only one I know. I know a bunch of these guys from this history yeah. organization, right, that are starting to become a lot more political, right. but he's the smartest one I know, right? And there's a lot of really smart guys out there right now that are sure. motivated for this. And, you know, you really shook up a hornet's nest here. And I want people to realize that that, that this fire that people have, I don't think is going to go away because Trump's not going to stop doing stupid shit, people. He's going to do stupid shit. The entire time he's in office. I think he'll do stupider and stupider yeah. shit, actually, as he grows more yeah. desperate. So so understand that there's a hugely motivated, there's a, there's a bigly motivated base of people. <laughs> huge. Right it's so huge. <laughs> um, that, 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 and I think they're going to stay motivated. And I think that that's a, that's a sign of hope. I think that's a real sign of hope. And it's a sign of, I mean, I'm just impressed with, uh, with the fire that is in these people. And uh, and the marches are going to keep going, and people are going to keep keep fighting. And they I think better it's great. for two years, and, man. Yeah, absolutely. You better, we better keep this shit up for two years. Two years, two years for sure. We got another image oh, for God. Trump, and it's perfect. It's, it's absolutely so perfect. It's absolutely perfect. I do think that Trump has that mane of body hair. On. Oh God, he probably. Oh no, you know what? I bet you he's bald up there, sort of bald. Because you can't tan with all that stuff on there. It probably That's just true. melts yeah, off after right. a while. So we want to thank Ishmael Brown, of course, for coming on the show. Ishmael is a fun guest. We love doing stuff with Ishmael. He's a funny, riot. funny guy. He puts on a great show. Angry Black Rand is an excellent podcast. If you haven't heard it, Ish is a great host. He's a funny, clever guy, and he puts on a really good show. So give it a listen if you haven't yet. Um, he invited us to come on his show, so we'll let you know when that happens in the future. Uh, that should be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to having it's like a reverse Oreo. Uh, so thank you ish for coming on. We'll put a link to his show in the show notes. Uh, before we leave though, uh, someone put together a skeptics creed and the skeptics creed, Tom, Oh my God. What I love about this is they put in, uh, the woman who sits next to Jim Baker. I don't even know her name because yeah. she's Mrs. Jim Baker. Right. I don't know her name. She's right? the bobblehead. Yeah. 
And she just says, yeah, all the time. And they put in all of the, this is Kevin and Kevin put in all of the yeses and, and the sort of nodding along that she does to Tom reading the skeptics creed. So enjoy that to close out the show today. Credulity is not a virtue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Yeah. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, mm-hmm. pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, right. stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, right. water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, right. late night info right. docutainment. Right. Yeah. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, mm-hmm. death and towers, tarot cars, right. psychic healing, crystal balls, right. Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, yeah. churches, mosques and synagogues, sure. temples, dragons, giants. Worms, wow. Atlantis, dolphins, <laughs> truthers, birthers, mm-hmm. witches, yeah. wizards, mm-hmm. vaccine yeah. nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, mm-hmm. conspiracy, double speak, stigmata, nonsense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Expose your signs. Sure. Thrust your hands. Horse. Bloody. Yeah. Evidential. Wow. Conclusive. <laughs> Doubt even this. What happened? The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.